everybody. And it's a Sunday, and it's noon, and I'm here. Hopefully you're here. Yes, the Vikings play again at noon today. But you can always turn the volume down from the game and listen to the show. And so, anyway, that's what I tell everybody to do on Super Bowl Sunday. <laughs> turn the volume down and listen to the show. And, of course, we're going to have, uh, we've got a special guest which is always here, last Sunday of the month, and that would be Dr. Jessica Levy, Holistic Vet. So hopefully, if you've got questions, you can call them in and get some advice. When you feel that conventional world hasn't helped you, maybe Dr. Levy can help you. And guess who's on the other side of the glass? She finally found her way back on Sunday. And she's back. Oh, I missed you. It's so good to be back. Well, I missed you too. I just, uh, Lex did a good job, but there's no you, there's no other you. You are you. (laughs) I know. I'm so special. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. (laughs) So I greatly appreciated me. Missed your perky and your enthusiasm and just all around missed you because it's been since the state fair. So it's been a pretty near a month. I know because when you were at the state fair, we weren't in studio together. So I haven't seen you in person in a month. Yeah. 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 Lucky you. (laughs) I got a face for radio. (laughs) Oh, no. You have a face that brightens my day. Oh, shuck and (laughs) darn. But anyway, so yeah. So I'm so happy to have Ellie on the other side. It always perks up today. And like I said, hopefully you guys got some good questions. And then um, Peterson's um, Mill up in North Branch, uh, they're having their pet expo. Oh, and I think last Saturday, I, uh, Sunday, I mentioned it wrong, the 24th, which would have been this past Saturday. It was, But I did correct it on my web, you know, on my uh, Facebook page. So uh, the Peterson uh, Mill is having their pet expo. It's uh, next Saturday, and I'm going to be up there. This thing doesn't want to stay up. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm going to be up there next Saturday. Uh, the expo goes from 9 to noon. It's free. You can bring user-friendly dogs. Leave the retractable leashes at home. Never, ever ever bring a retractable leash in public. Okay, folks? If you got a tall dog, use a four-foot leash. If you got a short dog, use a six-foot leash. But because you're going together as a team. When you're getting in public, they're not going to be scanning and and mingling and getting wrapped around this, that, and the other thing. So anyway, but, and then it's from 9 to noon, and there's different vendors there. There's free samples. Nutrisource is going to be there. Uh, they just got a lot of vendors that's really are fun. And also what's neat about it is that in the park, directly across from their parking lot, they have, uh, like... North Brand Heritage Days or whatever. There's a whole bunch of cool vendors over there and a lot of uh, canned goods and, and honey and syrup and, and, uh, uh, sweat, you know, clothing and what's it. And then they have a stand. It's called the best corn, do- better than, uh, state fair corn dog. Better than state fair corn dog. And so I, a couple years ago, I'm like, yeah, right. So I got one. Walk away eating it, finished eating it, turned around, went and got another one. <laughs> they were really, really good. So the best, better than state fair corn dogs is there too. So they got some food and that. So so it'd be it'd be a great day to come out with the family, do the pet expo, do the park. And it's just, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. And North Branch is so cool. It's really a cool town. And uh, I wish Hugo looked like that. Because it does look more salt, small townish is what it does. Had a lot of little cool shops in downtown too. So, But Peterson's Mill in North Branch. You can go to P as in Paul, N as in Nancy, B as in boy, mill.com. And you can read about all the, they, and they got tons of specials on Nutrisource foods and other foods and such like that. They got a lot of coupon deals, a lot of sales, things on sale. So it's really a, a fun place and you can stock up because uh, the, the prices are so nice. And and if you've gone to Peter's, I can never get out of there under the 200 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it's it's like buying syrup and buying jelly. I'm a jelly snob, you know. Love different, try different jellies, you know. Oh, and anyway, and so uh, I could never. They, and then the stuff that they got for the gardens, you know, the things that you could poke into the ground. They just got so much cool stuff, real gift ideas and such like that. And so, yeah, you just you just gotta yeah come on up to Peterson's Mill, and that's gonna be next. Next Saturday, the thirtieth, from nine to noon, and it's free. And then I'm going to be doing a seminar at nine thirty about pet nutrition, dog and cat nutrition. And then at eleven, I'll be doing um, a dog and cat behavior. So if yeah, that's free. Just you just come and have a seat. And remember, you can bring your dogs. It's uh, a user friendly. Okay, people friendly and dog friendly. Okay, otherwise keep them home because a lot of dogs don't like the busyness of the events. And so, so pay attention. Okay. Okay, and then Ellie, so what you've been up to for a month? <laughs> uh, I know, way too much. I had a massive like family wedding that actually was like took place in Ely, Minnesota, which if anyone's familiar with Ely, Minnesota, it is a very difficult place to host uh, a wedding. And it wasn't even a massive wedding. It was large enough, okay. but they, they don't even have taxis, Ubers. <laughs> there's not a rental car company. No, uh, there, no. There's no like equipment to rent, so everything's right. coming from Duluth. Okay, yeah. Yeah. And we had the like bachelor party was over on like my family's cabin is on an island. We've had it for like three generations. Okay. So we're also ferrying boats. I'm driving oh, boats full of people Christmas. back and forth. Oh my. It turned out absolutely beautiful. It was kind of like just as the colors were turning up there, oh, turning nice. into fall. So it's stunning and I I adore my cousin and I adore her new husband. So uh, nice. That so, was fun. So how many people are are we are we is it a hundred, two hundred, what? I think the final head count was around like 150 or so. Okay. okay. Which is and Ely is very small. Yeah. There, there, yeah, there isn't very much uh, accommodations. That's about <laughs> as big of a wedding you can feasibly do up there. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, you have to be a multimillionaire. And at that point, you might as well just fly things in. Yeah. There you go. There you go. But, yeah. Ely is cool. Uh, my inherited daughter, uh, Katie, lived there for seven years. And she, I love it. Yeah. She bartended there at the local pub. And uh, yeah, she. Did uh, and she worked for the DNR and uh, she would they were uh, doing the moose study. Oh yeah, out, out of Ely. And mm-hmm. so anyway, but yeah, so it's just I'm very familiar with Ely. It's a great town. I love it. And their their wedding went off without a hitch. A Travail owns uh, an event space up there now, and they're a, a restaurant that's originally from here in the Twin Cities. They did the catering. It was incredible. They wow. were doing like smoked meats outside. Oh my. Yeah, it was great. That is way cool. They mm-hmm. they filled the town of Ely. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Good. And then and everything else, well, you're healthy. Yeah. Nothing went to skids or anything like that? No, I mean, honestly, I'm kind of, I'm done with summer. I, uh, I'm not a big <laughs> heat person, and it's been busy and a little stressful, and October's my sweet spot. I love Halloween. I love decorating for it, and oh. I love carving pumpkins. Oh, do you? Yeah, so once this final heat wave is done, I'm I'm putting out pumpkins. All right. See, and Halloween's my least. I don't decorate. I, I don't like to be scared. I don't watch scary things, blood and gut things. And so I just kind of tiptoe through Halloween. <laughs> oh, I love it. I'm a horror movie person. Oh, I love, oh, like, the cutesy kid aspect of it, and I love the scary haunted house aspect of it. It's great. Yeah, see, I always dressed up, when I was a kid, I always dressed up as something funny. I didn't <laughs> want to scare anybody. I just wanted to be funny. Usually I was a hobo. Yeah, so yeah, I know it. I know it. It's, it's crazy. Walk around with a can of beans, like real classic. There you go. I looked like a pretty good hobo too. And then there was one year I won a contest. Didn't even try. I just went there for the shit, you know, giggles. And so anyway, uh, what I did was a a bad roller bomber. Uh, you know what I mean on roller skates? Yeah. And I was on roller skates. Okay, and I built my front up so 
big. You could literally put a beer there and drink the beer, you know. <laughs> and then um, uh, I had my uh, helmet, but I had the helmet on backwards. And then I had, I had uh, ace bandages all over the place and band-aids all over the place. So I, I wasn't a really good roller bomb. Oh, that's hilarious. But, and I stayed on those roller skates. You know, three quarters of winning something is acting what you are. Not just walking around, yeah. you know, being the part. Okay. And I didn't, I went to this party not just because, and it wasn't for, you know, to win whatever. Mm-hmm. And, and here I walked up winning the day. And there was some pretty doggone clever, you know, costumes. Yeah, but that's funny. But I really think we, because I, I act, I didn't go out of character. I was the bomber. Okay. <laughs> and so, yeah, it was pretty clever. I won, I won a hundred bucks. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah. I was like, wow, that was pretty cool considering I wasn't even going to go. And anyway, so it was, it was fun. But yeah, no, I, Halloween, I kind of, and everything like with Cassandra when she was growing up, she wanted the scary, you know, stuff. Oh, yeah. The scariest we went was a ghost. <laughs> and then I got her to be a bag lady. Funny things. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, I just never, yeah, just not not got into that. But anyway, okay, hopefully you got some questions for myself and Dr. Jess. And so give a holler, 651-641-1071. Okay, what holds the sun up in the sky? What holds the sun up in the sky? Hello. Thanks for spending your Sunday afternoon with me. Are we behind yet? <laughs> nope. Good. All right. Okay, what holds the sun up in the sky? What do you think, Dr. Jess? Uh, invisible wires. Oh, you got to turn your mic on, though. Invisible. Oh, she got Okay, go ahead. Invisible wires. <laughs> okay. Okay, what do you say there, Miss Ellie? Uh, the sky? <laughs> <laughs> what holds the sun up in the sky? Sunbeams. Sunbeams. <laughs> Sunbeams. There you go. Oh, that's almost pretty. Yeah, there you go. Uh, my uh, uh, Audrey, my granddaughter, grand, yeah, granddaughter, you know, up in Alaska, she's all into pink. Everything pink, 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 pink. I mean, there isn't enough pink for her, this little gal. So, and she's into rainbow, or, you know, unicorns. And anyway, so I, found, course, I went down the rabbit hole on Amazon. <laughs> anyway, I sent her up a, the prettiest tutu with so much glitter to it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> and then uh, it's a... Uh, a pink dress with pockets that has a unicorn coming out of it. And there's a unicorn and then uh, stripes, uh, rainbows on uh, on her uh, sleeves. But anyway, and then I sent her a little tiny My Little Pony, you know, that has the mane that you can yeah. comb and stuff mm. like that. Okay. Cassandra shows, she uh, opened the box. Uh, she got in on Friday and she opened and sent me the picture. And you should see she's just beaming. She's holding everything up. And anyway, then Cassandra let me know yesterday they went fishing yesterday on the ocean. And she insisted she had to wear everything. <laughs> So she put the dress on, put the tutu on, and then she had her jacket because it was kind of brisk. You know, it's cold yeah. up there, okay? And she didn't want the coat on because it would cover her prettiness. <laughs> <laughs> so she's only going to be three years old, and she's got this diva side. It's like, ah! Oh, I love that. You know, believe it or not, pink is my favorite color, too. You wouldn't guess it because I never wear it, but I, I love hot pink. Oh, see, I was just going to say, I love, like, the hot pink. Hot pink! Uh, yes, I love the hot pink myself. I try to find something my size and hot pink is not doesn't conducive. I used so. hot pink and I, when I was a kid doing like ski racing, I used hot pink and gold duct tape and I taped up all of my equipment. Oh, wow. So I had pink and gold on all my, my shin guards, oh, helmets, cool. skis. Wow. Yeah, I looked cool. You've had quite a life for such a short life you had. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Yes, you have. Okay, who's up to bat? Well, first up, we have um, Faith, whose Frenchie has gotten a little bit aggressive with their exchange student. Oh, okay. 
Hey there. How you doing? Hi, Faith. Hi, how are you? Good, good. So how old's your pupper? Uh, three years old. Three years old. Okay. And then what's going on? He seems to be very territorial. I'm not sure. Uh, I, I'm having a little, um, um, where he's, where he's you know, first of all, let me go back, I'll back up. He's got a, um, we've got an exchange student yep. living with us now. Yep. And, um, whenever she enters the room, he goes ballistic. He wants to attack her. Okay. Um, and, and so we've got him under control. Um, we, there were two times that he got away and he, uh, he did bite her. Oh. But, um, but we, so we were just on that right away. Um, okay. So, um, while, while, you know, we, we sit and watch TV, um, she'll want to join us and, you know, he is on my left side and I've got him under control, held under control the whole time. Um, he wants to buy her so badly. Um, and then once he calms down a little bit, then I'll let him go by her a little bit and get closer and she pets him and there, and he just wants to be by her. Okay. And he loves her and licks her, licks her, licks her, licks her. Okay. Um, so I, um, and he, he just, he, Wants to sit by her and, um, which we, you know, we, we're a treat and good dog, good dog, you know, um, uh, reward him for that, for being, you know, the nice behavior, but, um, um, I'm not sure how to get him so he's accepting of her in, in when she ever, whenever she enters a room. It's every time that if she enters a room that he's in that he goes nuts? Yes. Okay. Every then time. W- what do you do when he does that? I, I make sure I have him under control. He's, he's, I've got him in, you know, in my hold. Okay, um, but no, no, no. Okay, so you're you're holding him. I well, he's next to me. I've got a, I've got my hand on his harness, so he cannot get away. Okay. Otherwise, he'll. Otherwise, I know he'll go and bite her. Okay. Okay. So then, what we're going to do is that he's going to start dragging a leash around. Mm-hmm. Because you don't want to restrain him. That makes him want it even more, okay? okay, okay yeah, so you yeah. don't want to restrain him. So when you hear him, like, you know, the, the little growl like that, hey, hey, you be nice. Ah, be nice. And if you have to, if you, yeah, by you being calm and steady, okay, mm-hmm. don't pet him. Don't pet him. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. ah, check him. Because you don't, you know, the growl tells you what the dog's thinking, okay? Yeah. So first yeah. of all, you're going to do ah, 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 ah. You be nice, be nice. Okay, and if he settles in, oh, that look at you. That's very nice, very nice. But then he starts growling again. Ah, be nice. And now you've got the leash. Instead of holding the harness, you're holding the leash, okay? Yep, you know, maybe yep. six inches from the hook. So if he tries to jump out, he corrects himself, yep. okay? Okay. Okay, then what you can try is uh, get a, a mister, a hair, you know, a, yep. a, a, a squirt yep. bottle, fill it with water, yep. set it on stream. And then, like I said, first you're going to try to, ah, 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 be nice. Ah, 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 ah. If he doesn't calm down, blast him in the face. Hey, be nice. And then as soon as he's nice, very nice, very nice. Okay. And then just get up off the couch and just kind of walk, go up and shake her hand like you're accepting of her. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, is it every time when she comes in the room, is he by you? Yes, because we, we want to make sure we're, he's yeah. not loose. Right, right, right. But I mean, because it's that what you could be the trigger. Okay, so what I want you to try, is there anybody else in the house other than your chain student? Yes, and, and my husband, and, you know, he does, Briggs will um, uh, bark at her ballistically, you know, anxious, you know, very, um, where he wants to attack her again um, if he's not held by my husband either. So, it's, so even it's, 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 so he'll do the same thing if it's your husband or you? Yeah. Okay. So then when she's going to come in the room, you're going to set him up and have him on the floor. Don't have him on your, you know, on you. Have him on the floor. Have him on that leash. Okay. Mm -hmm. And if he like, you know, say lunges, you know, like, hey, you be nice. Be nice. Ah, 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 ah. 
you got to call him on it, okay? But he has to yep. be on the floor. Don't allow him up. Because when you allow him up, he's equal to you. There's yep. not a hierarchy, okay? You want yep. him on the floor yep. so that you're cool okay. and he's not, all right? Yep. Yep. And so that's what we want to uh, do on that. And then now when, okay, so they're sitting on the couch. He's petting it. Now, if she goes to get up off the couch and to, like, mm-hmm. go get a drink of water, what does he do? Then he gets very anxious again. Okay. Okay. He, he wants to go, um, he, he gets nervous and he gets, you know, he, there's a period of time if she's sitting down, he's relaxed, you know, then he wants to be by her and, and, and be pet by her. But if he, if she gets up, then yeah. he'll wild lunge at her or you know, get scared. And Okay. Okay. Um, so then what we want to do, have you, what kind of harness do you have on him? Um, this is a um, Kong what? harness. Is it kind of like a neoprene? Um, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, got the, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, so what we want to start working on a little bit is that you're the leader and he's not. Okay. What mm-hmm. you're going to do is, uh, now when you go for a walk, where does he walk? Say that one more time, please. Wait, okay. Wait, when you question. go for a walk with him, yeah. does he walk next to you on a politely and a loose oh, lead or does um, he scan yeah. in front of you? He walks ahead if he's on on the retractable lead, which I know is a no no. Uh, but so he got him. I have him next to me on the um, the, the the lead that you know um, will get smaller around the neck if he gets out of hand. Okay, okay. When you go to go outside, does he go through the door first, or do you go through the door first? I try to go through the door first, but he. Okay, no. Me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you didn't try. You didn't teach him. Is what you didn't do. Yeah, okay, right, now yeah, where yeah. where does he where does he sleep? He sleeps in his bed. In his bed. On his in his bed on the floor. Oh, that's good. That's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, and do you give set feeding times? Or you let him graze. Uh, he has a set feeding time. Good. Okay. Because what we got to do is work on that. He, this is your house, not his house. Yeah, and we've yes, got we've yes, got to work yes. on manners on that. Whereas he walks politely at your side. Never mm-hmm. when you're on a walk, he's to walk politely on a loose lead next to you. Okay, yeah. and not be held where you feel him. Okay, where you're restraining mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then at any time during the walk, you can stop and say, "Check it out." And now he can do the doggy thing while you stand still. And then when you're ready to go forward, then he's walking with you as a team. Okay, when you go to go outside, it's wait. You go through the door. And he can't come through the door. You have to see him looking yep. like he's on the inside. May mm-hmm. I go with? And you then you count one, two, real slow in your head. Step away mm-hmm. from the doorway and say, let's go. Okay, you can okay. practice it at every, you know, the bedroom door, the bathroom door. For sure, yep. the do- every time you go in and out of the house, every time. Okay, and the reason is because what I'm seeing, I think, is that, like I say, he just thinks he needs to control because it's his house and not your house. Yep. There, yep. There, there isn't enough, arche- he doesn't respect you enough. He feels yep. like he yep. has to take yep. care of the problem, okay? Mm-hmm. So that's where you, and so that's why anytime that she's going to come in the room, you know, then he's on the floor. And if you have to, step on the leash. So that your arms aren't restraining him. If he lurches yeah. forward, he's going to correct himself. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So and so, like I say, he's got to teach you be more respectful of you and your space, mm-hmm. and not protect your space. He deems her that okay, you're 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 upward. You know, you're walking into the room, and this is my room. How dare you? So he's got to chase yeah. it away. Okay. Yeah. Does that Thank make sense? You. Okay. Very much. Yes. Okay. Yes. Good luck. Thank Otherwise, you, so you can you bet you can call me up at Katie's Canines. Okay. Take Thank care. Thank you very much. You Thank bet. You. Bye-bye. Okay. I don't know. Let's see. I better just do a joke. <laughs> okay, ready? What did the caveman draw? Why did the caveman draw pictures of the hippopotamus and the rhinoceros on the walls? 
It's a fabulous fall day, and Gary's kids have made spectacular jumps into the pile of leaves. Mm-hmm. Now next up is Gary himself. This dad looks confident. Sure does. He's running and... Oh, no. He's pulled something. Oh, he is airborne, and he's headed straight for the... Ooh. Wow. If only Gary had joined the Y and prepared his muscles and mind with a free fall fitness assessment. Yeah, that would have been a good choice. Get ready for fall. Yes, that's right. At ymcanorth.org. Hey, thank you much for calling in, talking in, and why did the caveman draw pictures of the hippopotamus and the rhinoceros on their walls? Uh, because they wanted to feel bigger. I really have no idea what to say for this one. Okay, what do you think? Were they making fun of somebody? No, because they didn't know how to spell their names. Yes. Really, when you think about it, hippopotamus and rhinoceros, I don't think I could spell words. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Yeah. <laughs> they couldn't spell the names, so they do the pictures. There we go. We have some of those in Minnesota, pictographs. The who what? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen them. They're cool. Really? Yeah, yeah isn't that uh, like the, you can see some of them, isn't it on that boat right down the St. Croix? Um, There's some on the St. Croix. They, they point them out to you like on the on the, on the, on the rock walls as you go by. Yeah, yeah the one from Taylor's Falls. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's okay. some really well preserved drawn. ones. They're rock formations that formed. Oh, I thought there were some pictographs there, but maybe I'm mistaken. No, it's rock formations that, like George Washington, I remember that one. Then there's an elephant when you're coming up the river. I don't know. You can see the elephant, yeah. It's rock formations. I've taken, I didn't, man, I haven't done that thing in two years. We couldn't, <laughs> and the reason is, I usually try to do it twice a year because I'm just enamored. Because yeah. the boat is, it goes very slow. Okay, I the 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 shoreline is not far away. <laughs> I'm very comfortable, although a little steep. Yeah, perhaps. yeah. But anyway, and um, and it goes slow, mm-hmm. and so I usually try to do it twice a year. And the problem is, the last couple of years with the drought, they couldn't do the full thing. They said an hour and a half. You know, it, they could only mm-hmm. do a 45 minute trip because they couldn't go too far down because it was too shallow. And so I haven't done That's it. Sad. Yeah, it really is. Well, it's pretty cool though. Yes. Oh, I love it. Okay, who's up next? Well, up next we have Melissa, who's got a. Bernard Puppy, who is pulling a lot on walks. Okay. Bernard Puppy pulling. Hi there. How you doing? Hi, I'm good, Dave. How are you? Good. How old is the pupper? He's 10 months. 10 months. Okay. What uh, What are you using? Um, just a regular leash and harness. Okay. There's your problem right there. <laughs> okay. Oh. That's too big of a dog to be in a harness. Okay. Okay. And so you're what she's doing is you're restraining. You're teaching him to pull. When he goes ahead, you pull back, and he pulls ahead even fat, harder. Okay. Yeah. He needs. He, true, yep. Sir. He needs a training collar. Is he acclimated to a collar of sorts at all? Um. No, not really. Honestly, we've usually used the harness. I thought that might have been the best idea with how big she is. Oh no, 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 no! Because unless you want to be a mammoth, uh, 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 upper body strength. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's yeah, what's happening. You're restraining the dog. You're pulling him. You're teaching him to pull. So what you've got to do is get him acclimated to a collar. Get a plain buckle collar. Okay. 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 And then get him used to that. And then then when he's used to it, where he's not itching because oh, what is this on my neck? Then you put the leash on a nylon leash, and then let him drag the leash around. And if he steps okay. on it, you know, and he, he just stops, just leave him alone. Let him figure it out because he's got to get used to that. What was that on my neck? Okay, he's used to that harness where he's pulling into it. And also, especially a dog that size, if you use a harness on a regular basis that he pulls hard, you're wrecking his frame. His joint doesn't, uh, his joints don't uh, 
seal until two years old. And by him yeah. pulling and you're pulling back, he, his hips and his ACLs and his shoulders are taking a workout and they may not yeah. seal right. And so you're going to have an early arthritic dog. So we don't want that harness. Everybody, and I get it, people. Okay, I don't want my dog to choke to get death. I get it. Then you get with a trainer, and then you learn how to walk the dog politely without the harness. Okay? And so Phil, first you're going to get him um, acclimated to the the collar, and then you're going to get, start out with the star mark. How many pounds is he? Uh, She is 125 already. Whoa, sir. How can yeah. you even? What do you do? Have five I, people at the end of the leash? <laughs> no, and it, that's the thing. It's just me, and I'm like, one day she's going to rip my arm off. No, no, you're kidding. going for a face you plant know? and going to bust yeah. your nose and your face and everything yeah. else. going to me. Okay, 10 months, 120. Is that a real weight, or is she, like, like let's say, overweight? That uh, seems no, so- she's, actually, she's actually really great. She just had a checkup at the vet, and they were really super happy with her wow. overall not overweight. That age. I thought she actually looked a little skinny. Okay, yeah. No. Okay. She's great. So then for this size dog, I'd put her in a pinch collar. You know, the ones that looks like a torture device out of the 1800s? Yeah. Okay, those prong collars, okay? Yeah. And the thing is, is that uh, if you look on YouTube or talk to other trainers, they want to fit them snug it up behind the back of the ears. No, you don't do that. Because in my book, no matter what training collar you're using, when they're paying attention, there is no pressure anywhere. That's part of the reward, okay? And so what I would do is you get, you want to get the 3.2 mm, 3.2 mm. And when you go and look at pinch collars, you know, online, okay, get the 3.2 mm. Measure your dog's neck and add three inches. Okay. And that will give you a buck because sometimes you might have to order because that dog that size and she's probably pretty thick through the neck that you yeah. might have to order extra links to make sure that it is loose and not yeah. snug. Okay. And so, okay. What, so what's what's the three point two? Is that the size of the prong itself? That's the size of the um, the link. It's a, a fatter link, and a three point oh is a thinner link. Okay. The one you had in your dog was a three point. The one that you got from me was a three point um, three point zero. Okay. Then there's three point two. Okay. Mm. And then there's a yeah, real but, big yeah, one. These, these millimeters, so that should be like the, like the diameter of the prong itself, the individual. The, yeah. Prongs. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. yeah but, so they're not. But, they're, basically, it's not. It's not spiky. It's not like touching a thumbtack. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay, they're yeah. they're so blunt, so it's pretty wide. Yeah. Yep. And okay. So you want the three point two mm, and then like I would order extra links because if she's that size already, she's getting not done growing yet. <laughs> oh no, I don't. I mean, she's purebred. Yep. Her dad is, you know, one eighty. So. My 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 my. Yeah. And now hopefully, um, now you got to remember because her joints seal at two years old. Okay, yeah. so the you don't go for long walks. The 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 way you gauge it is twelve months old, twelve blocks, and that's six okay. out and six back. Okay, and then okay. you know thirteen months, thirteen you know blocks. Okay, but that's half and half. You know what I mean? Is that's a, you yeah. got to cut that because that that steady pace of walking can really mess with their joints. Okay, and minimize okay. jumping. As far as, you know, like jumping in and out of vehicle or, and then tons yeah. of stairs. Also that if you, if you play fetch, sometimes you throw it once and stop, twice and stop, three times and stop. No more than three times at one time. And then you lob, it. You, you lob it, you don't throw it. Okay, oh, okay. You, you lob it yeah. because that powering off to go. Let's say you whip the ball. Okay, then the pop, they power off their hips and their ACL, uh, like they're out of a cannon to go get it. Slam on mm-hmm. the brakes. 
stoop down, pick up what you threw, spin, and then power off their hips and the ACLs and their shoulders come back again. And because the joints aren't sealed, you're really messing with them. And so that's why you can lob where she can trot out to get something, but she's yeah. not powering out to get it. All right. And that's also the joints is another that's a, also a good reason not to get her fixed right away. Is that your opinion as well? No. I think any time oh. for the females, anytime eight, nine months old, get them fixed. Uh, this two year oh thing now everybody's talking about. Uh, no, they're, they're, I'd rather see people take better care of the dog as far as their food, not over exercising, not over fetching, you know, do things that way and, and less vaccinations and such like that. I'm not on board with that because too many people, I've had people, believe it or not, call me. And, and why they call me, I don't know. I'm not a vet. Well, my dog has a little blood on its butt. Do you have any idea? I said, how old's the dog? Oh, about 11 months. I said, uh, yeah. she's probably in heat. What's that? Yeah. They don't know. Okay. Oh. And so the thing is, is that most of them suggest to go through it twice. All right. And, mm-hmm. and that takes a lot of, yeah. uh, on your part, that she doesn't get knocked up, you know, unknowingly. I mean, you know what I mean? Where, cause a dog that, a dog that knows what he's doing, man, you can blink your eyes and he's done. Okay, right. and then they can smell it for two two miles. So all of a sudden, you got oh, a lot of males, you know, hanging around your house because <laughs> everybody else was told to wait till they're two years. And so anyway, so like I said, in my book, if I had a dog, I'd get them fixed. You know, eight nine months. You know, okay. I mean, because they, the females can come in the heat from ten months on. Doctor Jess isn't that uh, they I'm could come? Ready. I'm thinking she's almost there. So okay, Doctor Jess. Well, at any the earliest they can come into heat is at six, six months. months. Yeah, but the, the but realistically, I gotta say the science does support waiting. Okay, so how much? <laughs> that that's why people are saying two years old. Yeah, because that's kind of when when they're you know pretty much full grown. Although with a Saint Bernard, you know, you could be looking at three years. Okay, so to wait three years? Yeah, you're kidding. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't. I- because otherwise, you're, you know, otherwise you're burdening the adrenal glands, okay. right? Because what if their bodies still need estrogen? The estrogen's right. just going to have to come from someplace else. Okay, what about the new way of fixing it when they don't do a total hysterectomy? Yeah, you could do an ovary sparing spay. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's, you know, you'd have to find a place to go to get there. So typically I send people to, um, uh, I think it's called Glendale City Vet in Wisconsin. Okay. Because I know the vet there is a board-certified surgeon, and she'll do that. Okay. She'll do that kind of surgery. So what is it called? Ovary sparing spay. Okay, well, I'll say that three times real fast. Yeah, basically where you leave the ovaries right. but remove the uterus. And that way they can't get pregnant. They There's no risk of a uterine infection, but they'll still have their hormones and their natural cycle. Okay, which is so. kind of why not to spay them until... Two to three years by leaving the old. Well, well, it's because of the the effects of estrogen right. on normal growth and development. Okay, so you want to have your estrogen for as long as possible because guess what? After menopause, different things happen to your body, and you don't want them to happen when you're you know six or eight months old. Yes, yeah, true. So, I get that. Yeah, <laughs> been there, done you know, that. But even things like um, you know bone density. Okay. You know things yeah. that that you wouldn't necessarily think of for a dog. Okay. Um, you know, easy weight gain. Yeah. You know, uh, adrenal stress leading to adrenal fatigue and eventually adrenal burnout. Okay. So all of these fun things that happen after menopause. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but anyway, so 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 you'd be aboard on that and wait to, to two years. I do recommend that people wait, right? Because you know when we're talking about holistic healthcare. Yeah. Um. Uh, how should I say this? It's not like it's not run of the mill people. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay. You know, I mean, people are who are specifically. Interested, like people who call into the show, right? These are people who are interested in supporting their dog's health okay. and kind of willing to, you know, go the extra mile. So, okay. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. As long as you're responsible. That's what worries me, though, is that a lot of these people aren't responsible and they don't, you know, because it's from the first day they quit start bleeding, isn't it the standing heat 12 to 15 days? Yeah. I mean, usually the, yeah, usually it's a couple of weeks. Okay. Yeah. Well, in preparation, we've already bought her some extra, extra large diapers. <laughs> and 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 to some extent, right? It kind of depends on where you live. Like, are you right. out in the country? Is your dog loose? And your neighbor's unneutered male dog no, is also loose? Not at all. Right, okay. so you have to think about these things. Okay. Yeah, she's alone. You know, we have a cat um, that are all fixed, but otherwise she's not outside unsupervised ever. Okay, right. cool. So, so you know, my, my puppy just went through her first heat yep. at 10 months. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was pretty much, you know, the way I described to people, I was in my kitchen doing dishes and I looked down and there were a couple of drops of blood on the floor. And yep. I was like, what's that? And then I looked at her and I said, oh, it's you. Yeah. And none of my none of my other dogs were even interested. Wow. Nobody was curious. You know, I, I didn't take her to the dog park for a couple of weeks. We kind mm-hmm. of avoided going out and about. Yeah. Yeah. She was, I got to admit, she was a crazed maniac for two days before the before she started bleeding. Okay. 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 That we're going through right now. She's a little bit crabby and barky, mm-hmm. like more than usual. <laughs> right. That was when my nephew was visiting, and he was upset because she kept barking at him, and she wouldn't let him pet her, and he wanted to make oh. friends with her, and she was a total freak. And then the day he <laughs> left, she came into heat, and I was like, "Oh, that's what that was about." And she calmed down. Yeah. And then my niece came to visit, and she was very lovey-dovey and yeah. like, you, you know, go. kind of feeling herself again. Okay. Yeah. So I guess yeah. it's what you're comfortable with. You know what I mean? That that's that yeah. that's basically it. So though I do disagree with it, you know, that getting them fixed under six months. That is totally, oh, yeah. you know, right. Uh, but, but with a, lot with, of a the, with a dog this size, oh. you know, I mean, obviously, most veterinarians are going to be more comfortable spaying them when they're smaller. And younger. So even at this size, I would say, you know, even if you do decide to do do the full ovario hysterectomy, like have an interview with your vet and say, are you really comfortable doing this surgery on a dog this big? Okay. Well, the vet, our vet said, give her two heat cycles, but try not to get to the third. Yeah, whatever. And that's just kind of like a comfortable way of saying, you know, wait a little while kind of thing. There's no, there's no magic in X number of heat cycles. Right. But you'd want to okay. make sure that your surgeon is confident and says, I've done this before. I have no problem spaying a dog this size. Yeah, it's practically human size. Yeah. <laughs> no kidding. Exa- practically, it is 120 pounds, yeah. for Petey's sakes. I know some bigger, yeah. bigger than a lot of you. Yeah, yeah, there you yeah, go. Okay. Does that help well, you? Thank you so much, you guys. Yes, absolutely. Take care. Thank you for the information. You betcha. Bye-bye. Okay, the, ro- the rosy periwinkle. Grows in Madagascar rainforest. What is it used for? Treating childhood leukemia, treating migraine headaches, making perfumes, or all of the above? Hello. Thanks for taking the time on Sunday afternoon. The bikes aren't doing very well. I'm sorry. Well, what can we say? We're building a new team. Let's just go to the fact that we have a lot of new players, and they all got to learn how to play together. I'm excited about a new coach because I just can't watch our running game fail for another three seasons. Okay, wait a minute. I didn't hear that. What do you mean? We got a new coach from last year? Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. I, I like him. I'm excited oh, about okay, him. Okay. The games have been more going, interesting. Wait a minute. Did they fire you? <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's not been stellar, but it's at least interesting. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Okay, the rosy periwinkle grows in Madagascar rainforest. What is it used for? Treating childhood leukemia, treating migraine headaches, making perfumes, or all of the above? What do you think? The periwinkle. What do you think there, Ellie? I, I'd probably say all of the above. And it can it also be used as like a dye or something? I thought like that's the purple dye was the greater periwinkle. Oh, I don't know. What do you think there, Dr. Jess? Um, well, I know it's used as a, like it's made into a chemotherapy drug. Okay. But no, but anything else. Okay. So what are you saying? Maybe. Well, like, maybe one or maybe <laughs> yeah. A or maybe all leukemia of the above. Leukemia for sure, I guess. Right. Okay. They, it's not all of the above. It's treating childhood leukemia. Well, there you go. I did not know that. Yeah. That's the, interesting. the periwinkle is vinca. Okay. The Latin name and the drug that's made from it is vincristine. Oh, really? Oh, it's better. Look at that. Pay to get up this morning, learn something new. Mother nature. Fun with poisonous plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's up next? Next up, we have Susie, who had some questions for Dr. Jess about using honey for wound care. Ooh, I know that one, but we'll let her talk about that. <laughs> hey, Susie, how you doing? I'm good, thank you. Good, good. What's your question for Dr. Reed Levy? Um... Dr. Jess, I've heard you talk about putting honey on a wound to heal it. My question is this. My girl scratched. You know how dogs will scratch their ribs like with their back leg mm-hmm. type of a thing? And she really got down into it, and it started to bleed a little bit. Okay, fine. Um, but it got a, a crust on it, like a scab that it's almost, it's real thick, and it's like rubber, and mm-hmm. it's just not coming off. So I'm wondering if, even though that scab is kind of thick, if I put some honey on it, like with a piece of cotton, and then kind of kind of wrap it so it stays on her, will that still do any good to get that thing to heal? Well, like usually when you have a scab, the skin is healing underneath it, right? And so the scab protects the, the skin that's forming that's too fragile to meet the great outdoors. Okay, but this has been like a week and a half. I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. Still hanging in there, and I thought maybe it needs a little bit of coaxing. Um, you know, you can try it if it's not going to get too messy, but I think, but usually scabs are kind of protective. If the scab gets hard and seems to be kind of, you know, as it contracts, it's kind of pulling on the skin around it, um, mm-hmm. I would say maybe coconut oil over honey. Like honey, primarily used for its antibacterial and antifungal effects. Okay. But if the scab is already protecting the wound, then you don't necessarily need it for that. So, like, I've used honey primarily for burns um, oh, okay. because it will keep the tissue underneath it moist while having that antiseptic effect. Okay, so maybe just put some coconut oil on it. It's not pulling on anything, but it has come off in a couple places, and, and the skin underneath it, I mean, very small, is a little, it's pink and it's a little weepy. Right, because so. it's fresh, right? And so that so that is um, granulation tissue, right? That's when your skin has to heal across okay. an open area. At mm-hmm. first, it's very fragile and sometimes bright red and delicate. And if you rub it, it'll bleed easily. Right. So, yeah, you definitely want to protect it. Um, I okay. don't know. Try coconut oil. Tell me how it works. Uh, and I figured out how to do this because it's on her side. And I thought, well, you know, what am I going to do to keep her off of it? The tough wrap that you can get that is kind of like the the, the woven stretchy yep. tape. Uh huh. Yep. I put a piece of cotton with the with the honey on it, and then I just wrap that. 
okay. on her, and um, I have a little T-shirt on her so that she can't, you know, really right. scratch directly on it, and it it stays. Nice. It, Good. Yeah. Nice. So. Yeah. So so use honey. See if it works. You always have coconut oil on your backup if you want to, you know, try that too. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. You. Overall, it's going to be, I think, uh, maybe a little bit of tincture of thyme. Okay. A little bit more time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All thanks. Right. Have a good You're one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Yeah, that honey. Because I remember I used that with uh, when I was having all those open sores with Walter. You told me mm-hmm. to use honey, and I'm like, really, really. And I'm I'd never. I, so the one thing I didn't learn from you, like early, early on, and boy, God, that I couldn't believe it. It mm-hmm. worked out just great. So. Oh, it, and it's great for burns because part of the problem with. Like if you, you know, lose an extensive area of your skin, part of the problem that you run into is that as the skin edges try to pull, pull together, yep, yep, yep. it creates a lot of contraction and scars that, yep. can, that can be really problematic. Yep. So like one of my clients had a little a little blind elderly min pin. Ooh. You know, she let the dogs out in the yard in the morning and they'd had kind of a get together the night before. Okay. And he fell in the fire pit. Oh, no. And it was still hot. And she grabbed him by the arm and like whipped him out of there. Of course, he bit the heck out of her. Oh, jeez. Poor little man. Oh. was blind. Didn't know what the heck was going on. No Ugh. kidding. And so, but he was still, you know, never missed a meal. <laughs> he's a great dog the worst with burns too is that when they're healing and when they even get to a good point in healing they itch like the dickens oh, yeah. and you can't explain to a dog yeah. that it can't itch it right. yep so we treated him with you know supplements to help his immune system honey yeah extensively uh-huh. um you know because at first it looked like he lost maybe a silver dollar size area of skin but then it kind of spread as the skin died back where he'd been burned severely um and so he went around coated with honey and um you know some homeopathic remedies and he healed up perfectly nice nice that's good to remember burns yeah good for him burns are the worst i can't imagine although again like it's burn on a dog but it really helped like i said that he didn't miss a meal and you know that he he was kind of survivor kind of mentality <laughs> you name what min pin wouldn't i mean they're the little firecrackers you know it's just crazy well, yeah yeah it's crazy okay let's see did it did it did it did it um okay when we come back we're gonna talk i uh, got a call we're gonna get to that call and then we're gonna talk to more dogs and cats and so you got a question give a holler 651-641-1071 in the average person's lifetime he or she makes enough saliva to fill Two coffee cups, bathtubs, gallon milk containers, or swimming pools. We'll be back.